how can you keep your fire for God? How can you follow Jesus Christ in a busy world? Shalom and welcome back to this week's program here at the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network. This is your evangelist, evangelist Dr. Kazumba Chows. I love bringing inspirational, uplifting words of God that brings life to the lifeless and hope to the hopeless. There is something that is going on around our world that I want you to be aware of and to know how to prepare yourself of how to live with God in a busy world. Today, I have a special guest on this program, and we're going to look at following after Jesus or following Jesus in a busy world. How can you keep your fire for God? How can you follow Jesus Christ in a busy world? Our world has become so busy, we don't even have time, you know, to, to worship to glorify God or to magnify God or even time with family because uh, everything is just at a faster, faster pace. With me today in the studio is uh, a very powerful man of God, uh, Pastor Perry Ubik. He's a pastor of Life Outreach Church one of the most vibrant church in the cities here in Canada, in Saskatoon. And he sits with me. I've known him for a long time, for, for quite some time. I've uh, ministered at his church. I, most of the times when I'm in the city, I go to his church and uh, listen to him teach the word of God, full of wisdom, full of uh, anointing. Pastor Perry, welcome to the program. It's good to be here today, uh, Kazumba, to... Uh sit with you and to listen to the things you're sharing and to maybe uh, input into some of what's uh, being uh, said today. Amen. You know, um, Pastor Perry, we're talking about this topic, following Jesus in a busy world. From a pastor's point of view, you have seen lots of people fail to even come to church or to fellowship because uh, it seems the world has taken over every single time and coming to church now is not something that is uh, done out of a passion it's something that is now done as just a routine and when we are able to go and worship god what can you teach us about following jesus in a busy world the word busy is really a buzzword uh, in most families today uh, from morning to night uh, in many families that, that I have any connection with and relationship, uh, people are just um, full of a lot of activities throughout their day and their week and uh, right from morning to night. And uh, more and more people are, are finding less time for God or less time spending time with God and, and being connected with Him in relationship. And so uh, in our church that I pastor, what we try to do is to get people into a place of understanding where they need to uh, learn to practice the presence of God wherever they are in, in the sense of whether they're going to the workplace or at work or driving in their car to work or from work to home or uh, during their evening activities with children, whatever. It's learning to uh, be totally aware of the fact that God is there. He's present. Amen. And then practice the presence of God in those settings that we find ourselves in. 
because all of us live busy lives. All of us have uh, things on our calendars that we need to attend to. But uh, if we find these times throughout the day uh, to just stop for a moment and uh, you know, offer a prayer up to God and just uh, honor Him and acknowledge His presence in those times. So I find that, that when people uh, learn to practice the presence of God during the daytime, uh, rather than setting a, a set time aside for a devotional, I find that they, they find themselves more deeply connected to the Lord in those settings. So it's from morning to night practicing God's presence that way in, in all their activities that they're involved in. And you've, you've mentioned something that is very interesting, and I like that. And I think uh, even the viewers, they are listening to this. You say, the, first of all, we can't avoid being busy. The world is just busy. We need to go to work. We need to find, uh, you know, to put food on the table. Uh, we got lots of activities that is going on, and we can just neglect that as well. And I like that point, because uh, many people feel condemned if they can't make it to church. And actually other Christians, we condemn others if they can't make it to, to church because they've gone to work. And you are telling me that you teach the people, you train the people to practice the presence of God wherever they may be any given time in life. That is very unique and I believe that is very, very powerful to know that, you know, it, you. Serving God, it's not just in within the same four walls. Yes, it's important for us to be a church. It's important for us to fellowship with others. But in situations where, you know, we are busy, we can still practice the presence of God, walk with God wherever we are. That is a very powerful point you're putting there. And um, how do we keep the passion? in our lives of following Jesus in this busy world? Well, I believe that our private world inside of our heart really needs to be kept in check. And uh, if we run out of um, that awe of God on the inside, that's when we begin to wear out and burn out. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we can learn to practice God's presence everywhere we go and spend that time with Him throughout the day, and stay charged up by the Holy Spirit and His power working on the inside, then a, a passion from God will begin to build on the inside of us. It's a passion that's supernatural. It doesn't come from us. It has no origin in our flesh, but it comes directly from God through the Holy Spirit. And so we have to learn how to uh, rest in God, uh, draw our strength and our, our um, wisdom and resources from God, and then guard our private world. Because with the busyness of life, we can begin to just struggle and strive in our own power and strength. Yeah. And when we begin to do that, we begin to wear out and burn out. And, and we can do that in the church as well, through religious activities and a bunch of uh, things that we do in, in ministry in the church. And if our heart gets out of sync with God, and we begin to, to go uh, in a way that we're, we're disconnecting ourselves, then uh, it becomes a striving thing. It's not a, it's not a place of, of passion, excitement that that really God wants to give in the way of an abundant life that he has for us. And so uh, what I try to do uh, every week is time to, you know, where I have to spend time prepping for uh, teachings or, or sermons, but I find that uh, just studying God's word uh, is one thing, but spending the time with God throughout the day is a different thing. I like that. Because if I can listen, learn to listen to God, and then 
uh, interact with God when, when I have those opportunities to pray or talk to him, that's when I sense a real energizing, a stirring that happens, rather than just reading the scripture, reading, reading devotionals or reading books like that. But if I can spend that time with him in, in that stillness in my heart and then in, in talking to him in that way, uh, that's where I get my strength from. That's, that's where the inner part of myself gets built up in God and it stays strong in the Lord. And that's what's been able to sustain me over a number of years is, is God's presence, his spirit, his power that works on the inside of us. And so there's a night and day difference between religion and relationship. Relationship is, is the, the living God uh, living inside of you and giving you his life and strength and power and wisdom to, to live and to walk and to uh, accomplish the things in life that we need to accomplish. So. I like that. I, 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 I love real stuff. Look, you are listening to a man of God, a pastor of a church, giving us insight in uh, following Jesus in a busy world. Now, there is a point you brought out that is said uh, it's one thing to read the Word of God or to study the Word of God, and it's another thing to have a fellowship with the God you are studying about. Fellowship is very important, and that is one thing that we have uh, lost in the, in, the, in the church and in the body of Christ, is that fellowship with God. And again, he mentioned something that is very important. We can be busy we can be busy doing the activities of the church, running the youth program, running the, you know, to the worship team. But we got to understand as well that fellowship with God is key to following Jesus in a busy world. We want to be a people that will follow Christ, that will live with Christ, and not only to live with Him, but to demonstrate the character and the nature of God to those around and about us. You know, as the pastor is sharing here, Pastor Perry, uh, about uh, you know following Jesus in a busy world, uh, for me as a person who has a lot of things on a go, you know, as you know, I'm an author. I write books. I'm preaching. I'm a traveling minister. I'm not like Pastor Perry. Pastor Perry is stationed. He's a, he sends out ministers. But I, at the same time also, he's an evangelist. He travels around the world. But he has discovered how to keep himself fresh in the spirit of God to nature that passion so that it doesn't just become a religion. We don't need religion. Religion will kill you. Religion will kill you. Sit, you know, just going to church as a routine, keeping certain rules as a routine, it will kill you. Religion will crush you, will burn you out. It's when we discover the real life, the life of Christ. Pastor Perry, after all these years, you have shared in, the, in, you know, in many, many uh, places around the world, Africa, and very soon you're going to Rwanda here. Uh, that's why, you know, listening to you on this important topic of following Jesus in a busy world, we can become busy with our own programs. How can we become busy with God's programs? but not those programs that are just like a, a routine. We want the real ones. Well, I believe, uh, Kazuma, that in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10, uh, Paul writes about the, the fact that we are the workmanship of God, Amen. created in Christ Jesus for good works that he has prepared beforehand. Mm -hmm. So when you think about that, you meditate on that passage of Scripture, what Paul was writing about was the, the very fact that 
God had a foreknowledge of us, even before the world was put in its place. He had a blueprinted plan for everyone else to walk in and live out. So when I came to faith way back in the 1980s, uh, I came out of a religious background where I thought you had to work your way to God to earn God's acceptance of you. Yeah. But when I came to faith in Christ and I trusted Christ, I began to realize that it was by grace I was saved through faith. It was not by my works that, that I could boast in. And as I began to uh, develop and cultivate a relationship with Jesus, what he began to show me and reveal to me through his spirit was that uh, he already had things planned out, that he had good works for me to live out and walk out uh, uniquely uh, for my life. And so as I started to learn uh, what it meant to abide, I mean to rest in, in the works that God had planned. So I began to realize it was not by my might or power, but it was really by the Holy Spirit that these works were carried out. And so as I started to listen more attentively to God and uh, cultivate relationship with Him and begin to live out those things, that's where the life that I was living now become a vibrant life, a life of passion. So that when, for instance, I'm out in the marketplace and God uh, nudges my heart through the Holy Spirit and tells me, you know, go and speak to that person. Uh, I don't have to strive to do that because I know if he's nudged me to do that or spoken that to me, he obviously has something that he wants to speak to that person. And so when I've learned to live that way and learned to abide that way and learned to walk that way, uh, it's a lot of weight taken off your shoulders. And as we learn to walk in God, we're, we're given a supernatural grace. It's a strength that's not in and of ourselves to, to live out. And so that's where the passion, when God's passion, his fire burns on the inside of my heart, that's where um, that, that uh, life of God begins to come out of me and it releases into other people's lives. Yes. And that's the exciting part of it. So I don't uh, you know, run after people to turn them to faith in God. I mean, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And yes. I learned that when I begin to abide and rest, then, then God will uh, uh, work through me to accomplish what he wants to and his yes. desires. So. Amen. That's, that's so, you know, uh, powerful to learn from uh, seasoned ministers. Ministers who have done the work of God, giving us the insight and the wisdom of how we can uh, follow Jesus Christ in a busy world and do his work. It's not about works. It's about uh, working in the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will refresh you, will empower you will strengthen you, will energize you to do the work of God. Today we can be busy with everything and everything, but we need to understand that it's when we are productive in, the, in, in, in doing the work of God and in living as God wants us to live, that is what the most important thing. Here, I want one thing I want to show you here is that in today's program, uh, uh, as we look at... Uh, following after Jesus Christ, is that a man, what good, as the Bible says in Matthew 16, verse 26, and I like referring to this, what good will, will it be for a man if he gains the whole world, yet forfeits his soul, or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? As the pastor mentioned, we need to learn to rest in the power of the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit as an evangelist that is the first thing that I've learned so that I don't make up things. I don't make up uh, miracles. I don't make up anything. 
It is the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit that brings change to the people. My job is just to be a vessel. Our job is to be vessels of God that God can work through to touch the nation and to reach the people. But the Holy Spirit does the rest. Pastor Perry, from your experience, and I know you're going to Uganda right away here, uh, to Rwanda and Uganda, I believe, to go and share the gospel there. What advice can you give to younger ministers as well as uh, to those people who have a passion? Because they come a time when you will hit the rock bottom, when your passion seems to be fading away. How do you nature and keep on cultivating that passion to follow Jesus Christ? Well, I try to keep myself uh, immersed in the Word of God, in, in my uh, meditating on it, even as I walk or, you know, as I work or whatever. I try to keep focused on Scripture because uh, the Bible's God-breathed. It's inspired by God, and it's truth. And when I'm immersed in truth and when I'm meditating on the truth, and spending those times, like I said, uh, whatever I'm doing throughout the day, practicing God's presence, that's where the strength comes from. And when discouragement comes, which it will, uh, the world is a, is a dark place. There's a lot of evil in the world. There's a lot of discouraging things that can happen to you. But I find that, you know, the scriptures teach us to, to be anxious for nothing, but in everything with thanksgiving. Make our requests known to God and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard our hearts and minds in Christ. So again, it all goes back to God. It all goes back to the relationship we have with Him and drawing our strength and resources from Him. And so life will be difficult at times. Life is not a bed of roses. There will be uh, trials. There will be tribulation. There will be things that we'll have to face in life. But with God, we can overcome all things. And so it's always looking to Him. It's looking to Him no matter what you're going through in life. And uh, when you feel like your, your tank is going empty and you feel like you're burning out, turn to God. Amen. Get on your hands and knees. Cry out to the Lord and ask Him for the strength and the wisdom and the, you know, the ability that comes from Him. Because there's scripture that says that God doesn't sleep, He doesn't slumber, He's there 24-7. And He's an ever-present help in trouble. So if we know that, that He's there all the time, then we can go knocking on heaven's door anytime, anywhere, any place. Whether we're in danger going to Africa or whether we're living in Canada, uh, we can always draw strength from God. We can always go into the throne room. And so that's the thing about God. When I, I think about him, I know that he's, he, doesn't, he doesn't fall asleep. He doesn't keep office hours. Mm -hmm. So when we go to him, uh, we can rely upon him to give us the grace we need at the time we need it. So. That would be a, my advice to people, keeping your passion, is know that God is a faithful God. Know that God, when we call upon his name, he's there listening to our prayers. He's, his heart is turned to us, and he's listening to what we're saying. And if we go with truth and sincerity and humility, uh, God will release his grace into our lives to uplift us at any moment, any day. So. Amen. You, you got that advice. Listen, you know, many people, they ask me, uh, how do you keep going in life, uh, especially serving God? It's not an easy uh, task. It's not easy to live for God. It's not easy to follow after God. I'll be the first one to admit to you. And uh, like I say, you know, I love being real. It's not easy 
to live for God. It's not easy to please God. It's not easy to be a person who follow after Jesus Christ. But you got to understand something. When God changes your life and you put your desire there, you give him your soul, and you are determined to say, God, I know I can't do this by my own. And God isn't, you know, uh, looking for you to do something on your own. He has given us the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit brings that fire and that passion in our lives. People ask me, how do you keep going? How do you keep moving forward? I tell them this, I turn to the source of life that is God. Sometimes do I have, you know, low, low, low days? Absolutely, I'm a human being and everybody is a human being. The pastor also is a human being. He feels that way too. It's not easy to live for God. Even just in life in general, life isn't easy. It wasn't meant to be. It is uh, always there going to be some constant battles. But here is the secret and the key to living a life that is stress-free. And when I say stress-free, I'm not saying you won't feel law but stress-free is knowing who your helper is and that helper is God all you need to do is to tend to him on your knees call upon his name the Bible tells us in the book of Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 call unto me in times of trouble and I will show thee and I will show you the great and mighty things you do not know about. God is expecting you to give him a call. And that call is through prayer. You know how when you are in trouble, if you are young, you want to give a call to your daddy, you want to give a call to your mother, or you want to give a call to your friend to tell them about everything that is going on? Well, God expects you to call him. As Jeremiah 33 says, verse 3, Call unto me in times of trouble, and I will answer you that is a promise whatever god promises he does it god is not like a man who should lie man will promise you something and they will change their mind god never changes his mind he is willing to fulfill his promises when he says call unto me i will answer you he is going to answer you whatever time the pastor mentioned he never sleeps nor slumber 24-7, you can call on God. You don't even need to call on, a, on, a, on, a, on an evangelist like myself to say, pray for me, pray for me. Before you even do that, yes, we support each other. You can cry out to God and God will hear your prayer and he will answer you. As you watch this program, as we wind up with this program, following Jesus in a busy world, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you that tend to Jesus to give you strength, to give you the ability to live for him. And he's going to give you enough grace to continue doing so. May the Lord bless you as you watch this program. And may the Lord keep watching over you and your family. I would like to hear from you. Write to me directly at life at kazumbachows.com or you can write to our broadcasting network at the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network as well as you can call for prayer and we will stand with you to pray with you. That is our job, is to stand with each other. May the Lord bless you. Shalom, shalom. <laughs>